Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. In Luke 18 was Jesus himself teaching the disciples what and how to pray. And there are two elements Jesus covered. People talk a lot about the widow. We have even preached that. But people don't talk about the tax collector and the Pharisee that much. Apart from unbelievers. Unbelievers are the ones who like this place. Who try to just paint this picture that, oh, I'm still good. Jesus loves me as I am. I mean, many of you have met those who says, I don't used to carry a Bible. I don't used to carry Bible God on my head, but I love the Lord. How many of you have met people like that? <laughs> now, that's not the people we are talking about necessarily. Because if you notice this guy, there was no sense of self-qualification before him. There was no sense of self-qualification before him. So, back to the first slide. Prayer is therefore not denial of reality. It's not denial of the fact that really you are unrighteous before God. Really, you may not qualify into all that God has planned for you. Really, there may be sin in your life. So prayer is not denial of the fact that there's even trouble in the land. So we don't pray because, oh, everything is perfect. No, prayer is actually acknowledgement of the fact that reality exists, that upon and on top of reality is God. Prayer is contrition. This is what we see in Isaiah. This is Psalm 51. You do not delight in sacrifice or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. This is what we're praying in the morning today. For you to pray for the prosperity of Zion and for the walls of Jerusalem to be rebuilt, you have to start from yourself. Do you understand? For you to pray for your city to be great, it's not just about us running now and taking Nigeria and making it better. Start from where? Inside. And how do you pray for yourself on the inside with contrition and importunity? The sacrifice of God are a broken and a contrite spirit. Next. Prayer is a connection. James chapter 4, eight, verse 8 says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Two things here. There are two categories of people here. What are the two categories? Number one, sinners. Number two, double-minded. So double-minded people are not necessarily sinners. They are actually just the people who one day they believe, another day they start doubting. One day they believe, another day they start doubting. And some days fear take them over and they start fearing. So what the Bible says to those people they should do? Purify your hearts. 
If you are double-minded, one of the things you need to do is to what? Purify, wash it, wash your heart. Cleanse your heart because double-mindedness is actually filled. Because you are now actually holding on to your own understanding of how things should be done. Prayer is birthing, is giving birth. Isaiah 66 verse 8 says, Can a land come to birth in one day? Can a nation be born all at once? Yet as soon as birth pangs came, Zion bore her children. One of the things that we are learning is that this is a time of giving birth. When a time of giving birth, when a time of birthing, when a time of birthing a new nation, I don't want us to lose track of that, that we're in a season of birthing. You are in a season of birthing, and a person in a time of birthing, what is upon them is a travail, it's a pain to give birth. Giving birth is not a walk in the park. Giving birth will demand every single energy that you have, right? Giving birth is not a party. Giving birth is actually a painful process. And sometimes we think like it cannot just all happen that all of a sudden yesterday you were not a mom, today you're a mom. It cannot just happen all the, you're not a dad yesterday, today you're now a dad. But God says that he, he births his nation in how many days? Oh my God. God says he births his own nation in how many days? One day, once, once, as soon as the people of God come together and begin to travel, as soon as the people of God align their hearts, as soon as the double-minded people connect their hearts to the people who are believing, as soon as together there is a cry from the people of God together, as soon as the city of Zion begins to desire and hunker down and hunger for a birthing, a new city, a new nation, is birth. That's why prayer is birthing. Prayer is actually what brings a dead nation back to life. I've shown this slide before in training. Yeah, the things that are dead. I've, shown, I've seen this kind of picture about Lucky Gate before, right? On social media. But guess what turns it around? Prayer. Do you know every person who has died, if actually we birth a new nation, Will it be worth it? If actually, do you know, there are a few mistakes I've seen in the struggle. I shared some of them in, in, in the prayer call, which uh, Pastor Heidi posted on the Hills family group. I shared some of them. Guess what? There are a few mistakes on the prayer call, but on the, on the, on the whole movement, there's a few, few things that they didn't get right. One of them is the ability to birth in sync with other people. One of the things that the ability to give birth, to connect across generations. One of the things ability not, because what the sacrifice they are coming into now to demonstrate about is even hard fought and won by some other people. We have justices who are being removed because they won't compromise in this nation. We have civil servants who are being fired because they won't get, collect bribe. We have people, permanent secretaries who are being disgrace from office. We have people who were killed because they will not compromise. So the new sacrifice doesn't, de doesn't demystify or deny the old. You connect the sacrifice of the people who have paid very heavily for you to step into where you are stepping into with the struggle. You cannot say, oh, everybody has failed and we are the new guys. No, you connect to, because it's not age. 
There are young people who are just as perverted as the old. They will do worse today if they get into office. So it's not an age thing. It's a holy thing where the people of God must desire that, that, that we will connect to the sacrifice of those who have died so that we can be here today. We will connect to the sacrifice of good men who, are, who may be in the system right now, but who are hungry and desire. It's when we connect these lines and get together as the people who desire a good nation, if we can bring that momentum together, then we have a movement. When is, I don't want you, I don't want you, it's all the people you don't want, then what do you want? It becomes unclear. These are some of the mistakes that as we journey forward, we have to see that the people of God brings dead things to life. I believe in the power of resurrection. Who believes? Who believes? <laughs> Who believes? Can we pray about that? The Lord God, the dead in our nation is coming to life. When you see government departments, you see death. When you go to a place to collect passport, you see debt. When you go to, to get a driver's license, you see debt. When you go into any department, government hospital, you see death. We, our job is to bring the dead back to life. We will bring light and power and hope where death once was. We will cause a resurrection with importunity, with desire to go into the realm of power, to bring the death back to life. We do not tire. We are a resurrection people. We are the people who cause those things that be dead to come back alive. We are the people who cause staring in the spirit. We are a people who cause the grace of God to rise up. We are a people who journey to give birth. And we do not, we do not give up hope. We do not give up hope. We do not give up hope. Say, I do not give up hope I do not give up hope hallelujah we are a resurrection people say I am a resurrection man prayer is about casting crowns and the song says casting crowns bowing down lifted heads is all we've come to so in this scripture Revelation chapter 4 verse 10 let's read this together the four and the twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever and cast down their crowns before their throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. There is an atmosphere around the throne of God. You know, the Bible says God surrounds himself with light. The Bible says there is awe. So sometimes we, when we see a concert and there is light and fire and smoke, guess what they are trying to copy? They are trying to copy the throne of God. They are trying to copy the energy of the atmosphere around God. But everything you've seen, the best of it is fake compared to to the awe of God. Around God is so amazing. Not only is it beautiful, it's tripping. You know, like you trip. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. 
but human words are limited to describe the kind of feeling of anyone who has entered into heaven's realm. You know, heaven is not a location. It's not east or west. It's a realm. When you die, I've seen that realm before. I remember entering into a realm before when a chapter opened and I was watching the window like this when something closed in on the window and I began to see myself in another place. So I know there are other realms. How many of you know there are other realms? There are other realms. There are other realms. You, you can be beyond this realm is another realm. Don't forget, don't forget, scientists say that only what you can see, touch, and measure that is real. But we know that there are other realms. I am sure that one day science will uncover things beyond this realm. They call them paranormal now. They call them metaphysics now. But they begin to agree gradually that ah, some other things used to happen. I remember once when the police in Abitin had to go and call a priest. The police, they went to, <laughs> the police went to help a girl who had been screaming and the whole family couldn't hold her down, obviously demon possessed. A little girl, when the, poli- when the policeman came, the little girl held one of the policemen and threw him against the wall. <laughs> he went and called the Reverend Father to come and do exorcism. I said, hey, Shabby, you guys don't believe in God. 95% ATA is country. They don't believe in God. They went and called the priest that day. They said, this is, they need a poltergeist. <laughs> That's what they said. They have other words for it. Who is going to do exorcism? Do you guys understand? There are realms. When the 24 elders gathered around the throne of God, something was happening. There was something happening. There was a glory being released. There was something being manifest. There was a power being accessed. There was something in that atmosphere. They all removed their crowns and fell and they go, wow. They went awesome. They went tremendous. They went, what are the other words for amazing? You know, English language has many words. What are the other words? Yes. Glorious. Yes. Sorry, I didn't. Stupendous. What other words? Magnificent. What other words? Oh my goodness. You bring words. Words are good. Amazing. Yes. Extraordinary. Oh, pastor. Incredible. Oh, I knew Pastor Fred would have a word. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Guess what? This is what they were saying. But in old English, the writer just captured it and said what? Holy. Holy means wow. Awesome. Incredible. Mighty. I wish that some of us can get a vision of the dwelling place of God. We will say you've created us for your pleasure. We exist. By your pleasure, we exist. We delight in you. We rejoice in you. We celebrate that which you created out of us. We're not, we're not the controller of our lives. We submit our, we sequester our lives to you because you created us. Do you know many people today? They can't be in church. You know why? I tell you, some of it is because they are the ones in charge of their lives. They are the ones defending themselves. They are the ones protecting themselves. I know that in my house, whatever will happen will still happen in my house. My security is not in my being at home. Some of you may assume that I'm mad, I'm crazy for always keep on going. But I know that I will pray. If God tells me go, I will go. 
Be like that. Don't be that person who always has to think it through in your mind and make it safe and all other people will go. The Bible says, whoever considers the wind will never sow. There's a lion there. There's a lion out there. That's how you fall and enter into poverty. The meeting you're supposed to do, oh, there's this thing there. Oh, they said there's going to... No. I'm not saying you shouldn't investigate. I'm saying that being bound by fear is not the way. Prayer keeps your work meaningful. Prayer keeps your job meaningful. Prayer keeps your living meaningful. Prayer gives life to the things which you are doing. Apart from the awe and the presence of God, prayer comes into real life. Why are you working? If you're going to work for 50 years and get fired and get old and tired, then why are you working? What is the role of making money if money is just to, for the things you're going to eat? Do you, some of you don't need food again. You don't, you're not hungry. So why do you work? Prayer is that which brings. Praying with opportunity is that which brings meaning into your life. It brings essence, the godness. We were created for God. Our work is a touchstone of heaven on earth. We are touching people through the things we do, through the places we go, through the things we say, through the things we establish. It is God touching people through us. So that's why we pray. That's why we pray. We keep on praying in the spirit. We keep on praying in our understanding. How many want to commit their business into God's hand? You want to speak God's grace over your work. You want to speak God's power over your business. The grace of God, the intelligence of God, the holiness of God, the essence of God will come upon the works of your hands. The power of God will come upon the things that you do. The glory of God will come upon the things that you are establishing and building. The power of God and the life of God will come upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will be defended. You will see God. God. You will see God in your work. You will see God in your life. Thank you, O Lord our God. How we bless you. We honor you in the name of Jesus Christ. Prayer connects us to the old pantheon, the company of those who prayed. Do you understand? Every person who lived in the Bible lifted up their hands to God and built an altar and prayed. Abel prayed after offering his sacrifice. He lifted up his hands before God and began to pray. Noah, at the end of the flood, Noah stepped down from the ark and stopped at the altar. After offering up his sacrifice, Noah lifted up his hands to God. Abraham, he wasn't afraid. At the end of his journey, Abraham stepped down and offered up Isaac. And when he looked at Isaac, God offered the ram of Isaac. And Abraham lifted up his hands and said, God, you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. It was in the place of the offering of Isaac that Abraham got a revelation that God will provide himself what he needs. That God will bring himself a sacrifice. That no man can outgive God. That God will give more than you. And everything you part with, everything you lay down is not lost. Everything you lay down in God's name is not lost. Every money you've given, everything you've given to the poor, every gift you've offered is not lost. That which you give 
cannot be outgiven, cannot be out, maybe outgiven by man, but God will always, always outgive you. God will outgive you. If you give a million, God will outgive you. And he doesn't always give you Naira. He will give you good life. He will give you prosperity. I have found that most of the times when I give out money, God stops the problems that used to drink money in my house. There are problems that you will not know. They just come. They just come and say, okay, it's 500K. You just go in. Engine will knock or something like that. I found that God keeps all those problems aside when I give. There is one who holds back and becomes poor. There is one who gives. Abraham discovered that God when he offered up his own best. Elijah offered up prayers when he was confronting apostasy. When nobody knew God, Elijah stood up there and said, God, I know you hear me, but let it be written that, this, that I did everything at your command. Elijah lifted up his hands and began to pray. And as soon as Elijah began to pray, the fire from heaven came down and drank up the water and burnt up the sacrifice. And then he said to Ahab, Ahab, go and eat and drink, for I hear the sound of abundance of rain, that everything was birthed in prayer. This was not a casual statement. He birthed it in prayer. I there some prayer warriors here today. I there some people hungry to pray this morning. I there some people hungry to declare the glory of God this morning. And above all, Jesus, the sacrificial lamb of God, when he laid down his life, he said, Father, into your hands I give my spirit. I give myself as the blood of every man. He said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down of my own accord I lay down my life before you Jesus laid down his life before the father as a sacrificial offering for you and he prayed to his father so how about you this morning how can you be tired of praying because there are problems shouldn't your problems draw you closer to God shouldn't the troubles draw you closer to God shouldn't this situation now make you know that there, that men in men there is no hope in the pension of those who have served in the, in the list of those who have started before God, there's a clear example that they all call upon God. And we too in our generation, we will call upon God. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemy. The Lord reigneth blessed is my rock. He is the rock of my salvation. When the fears consume me, when there is evil all around me, then I will become full of importunity. I will become full of holy desire chasing after God running after my God for I desire one thing that the courts of heaven will hear my voice for I desire one thing that the atmosphere will have my voice thumbprinted I desire one thing that the environment will be saturated with my cry my holy cry will come up to the temple of God I will not tire I will not stop I will not be in pain I will not be limited I will not doubt in the name of Jesus Christ you will hear my voice you will hear my voice the courts of heaven will hear my voice they will not steal my voice 
the circumstance will not steal my voice. The fear of the hour will not steal my voice. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He will not keep me, will not cause me to stumble. The Lord who keeps Israel, he is my God. I will call upon the Lord and so shall I be saved from my enemy. The Lord reigneth, blessed is my rock. Yes, Lord God, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked come against me to eat of my flesh? They stumble and fall. Do an army encamp against me. I shall not fear. Of this shall I be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord and that shall dwell after and I may dwell in the house of the Lord to inquire in his temple to seek him in the secret of his pavilion he shall hide me he shall keep me safely under the rock mekatama ruta balisa ya nambo shikra libra kusa ekashande balibri kisaya andastamo libra kushe there's a lifting in my spirit there's a staring in my heart my voice will not be stolen I will not be afraid the situation will not determine my prayer I will lift up my voice I will lift up my voice with reckless abandonment I will have faith in the Lord I will believe in my God I will believe in my King unto my God shall I lift up my voice in the middle of distress though the thousand may fall at my left and ten thousand by my right I shall march into the presence of God yes with my eyes I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living you shall sustain me I call upon you I cast my burdens upon you I cast my cares upon the Lord I pray that he will hear my voice. I pray that he will listen to my cry. I pray that I will be full of importunity. I will not be determined by the news. I will not be controlled by social media. Yes, I hear the broadcast from heaven. That will be what will give me life. Heaven's news will give me life. Heaven's news will give me life. The presence of God will bring me joy. I say the Lama Rusa, Mando Shekra Libre Kosaya, Mendo Salima Nostei, Balutama Sikaya Nosteima, Lemaruka Sunday Mashaya. Lift up your voice this morning, church. Lift up your voice, those of you online. You may be in your home. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice unto God. Hey, Salema Nosta, Malusheka Nambosia. By faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith. The whole world says it's a time of distress, but we hear in the spirit, put you in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come get you down, for the press is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. God is saying the wickedness of man is great. Their cup is now full. Their cup is now full. The harvest is ripe. 
come get you down for the press is full the fats overflow the wickedness of man is now great so it's the time for God to move but who will call upon God who will call upon God who will call upon God who will say my Lord my God I call upon you move in the earth who will cry out again and say my God my Lord I call upon you the cup is full the cup of the wicked is full the cup of the oppressor is full move oh God blend and take out of the way those who stand in the gap put in the sickle oh Lord put in the sickle the harvest is ready put in the sickle oh God the time is now put in the sickle oh God harvest your crop harvest the good pressure of your will harvest men harvest souls harvest life in the name of Jesus Christ thank you oh Lord our God we bless you say ye not there are yet four months then comes the harvest lift up your eyes and look to the fields for they are white already unto the harvest the fields are white unto harvest the fields are white unto harvest these are the days of the harvest put in the sickle these are the days of the harvest the fields are white unto harvest fields are white unto harvest put in the sickle for the harvest is ready the fields are white unto harvest the fields are as white in your world Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.